We are in Doctrine and Covenants section 122, and this is continuing with the counsel back from Heavenly Father, the answer back to Joseph Smith's questions and his tender outpouring back. And so the very first verse, it says, fools shall have thee in derision. And um, the thing that stands out to me there is that it says fools. Those who question the prophet find faults, look for things, weaknesses, look for reasons that maybe he's not walking with God anymore. That, I just find that so interesting, that world, that word fools, because this has just happened to him. And it's so interesting because it is virtually what happened with Judas, with Jesus Christ and We all know the story that Judas comes back, tries to give the money back and says, I was an idiot. I was so dumb, please. And they won't take it. And and he hangs himself. And it really is such a petty thing to look for other people's weaknesses. We can find them. We will find them if that's what we're looking for. But if we're going forward in faith saying, this is the mouthpiece of God. And when he speaks, if I listen, I will be blessed we will do that and we will be blessed and we will find what we're looking for. We will find the word of God and we will be blessed for that. And God um, has promised that if they lead us astray, it falls on their head. So what an incredible promise to us. And then I love in verse two, it follows with, while the pure in heart, the wise, the noble, the virtuous will seek counsel and will be blessed constantly and authority and blessings constantly from thy hands. And so there's the two things, the two sides. Which one do you want to be on? And then three, and thy people shall never be turned against thee by the testimony of traitors. So were there people turned? Yes, but they weren't his people. And so I love that because when we talk about that we will be God's, That's what it's talking about, that he will recognize us for our desires and where our heart is leading. And that's the same thing for Joseph Smith. It's not just his family. It's not just his wife. It's those who see him as one with God, trying to lead us to our eternal exaltation and to covenants and things that make us happy. And I love that. And I love that it says God is the only one that matters, that you cannot worry about other people, that your focus has to be God. What an example Joseph Smith is of that. Um, And that's the end of four. God shall stand by thee forever and ever. And this is a small moment, which always makes me laugh. But except for we do know this life when you do the math. And I've told this before. We were reading as a family in scripture study. And I told the kids a thousand um, years down here is but a day to the Lord. And, And my son, who was probably six at the time, you know, was quiet. And we were going through scriptures. And at the end, he said, do you mean to tell me that if I were to die tonight, literally, I would see you? in in a couple hours in back in heaven and I said yes and he said okay in that case see you in the morning mom either way <laughs> and it was just funny but this life is just such a brief moment and God loves us that much that it is virtually like going to the movies having this experience down here and we will come back and it is but the blink of an eye but oh what it will teach us if we allow it 
to not waste the days of our probation. And we knew that before we came. We all voted for that opportunity and that experience. We knew it would be brief, but man, we don't want to waste the time that we're here. And um, those tribulations, those perils, that's what makes us stronger. And then as it goes through these next verses, and you guys know this, in 5 and 6, and it details things pretty much that Joseph has gone through and will go through. And I loved, there was a conference talk years ago that Elder Uchtdorf stood and said, not pretended offenses. I was really praying about some things that had happened to me and wanting to forgive. And I love that he said, not pretended offenses, but real offenses, hurtful things. He will give you the strength to forgive. And God does give us the enabling power. And so I love that God details. These are not little things. These were not things that God thought, oh my gosh, Jesus did so much harder. What's your problem? Not at all. These were things, these were huge things. But then he says, if thou endure it, well, thou wilt dwell with me forever. And isn't that the goal? And the stuff Joseph Smith went through, when we sing praise to the man, it says he sits with gods and with kings. He has done it. And none of us would doubt that. Uh, Gosh, is there more to do than he's done? Okay, I love that um, seven that it talks about if thou be cast into the deep and the billowing surge conspire against thee, if fear wind, winds, fierce winds sorry, become thine enemies, if the heavens ca- gather blackness and all the elements combine to hedge up the way, and above all, if the very jaws of hell shall gape open the mouth wide after thee, know that all these things shall give thee experience. And the reason I love this is I think of that scripture in Moroni that says even the jaws of hell shake for his good. I love in verse one that it says that hell rages. Hell shall rage against thee because they know what Joseph Smith is doing on this earth, how much good he has done and what he has unleashed. And that is just incredible. And nine, hold on thy way. Thy priesthood shall remain. Thy days are known and shall not be numbered less. Fear not what man can do, for God shall be with you forever and ever. And that is that theme. Fear not what man can do. Who do you want to walk with you? Either way, we endure life and its trials and its challenges. Do you want God to walk with you or not? Because here's the choice. You do those small and simple things and God gives you the enabling power to walk through it with the peace knowing he is mindful and with you doesn't take the trial away he wants you to become more he walks with you or we turn against him and we do it alone and we're not made better and we're not made stronger we're made bitter and angry and so really the only choice is to turn to him to do those things that enable that constant companionship of the Holy Ghost and his spirit to be with us, whispering to us how much he loves us, how proud he is of us and that we can do it and giving us the power to do it. Um, I love in the handbook, it says this, James E. Talmadge once said, any man may enter the highest degree of the celestial kingdom when his actions have been such that he can feel at home there. Um, for the pure in heart, for they, he said, shall see God, but they shall feel at home at his presence. 
And I love that. We will want to be. We will choose where we want to be, where we feel comfortable. I also loved there it says to reprove betimes with sharpness means. Oh, that was yesterday. Sorry. I want to go. Um, it says Latter-day Saints who are equated with the prophet personally, with very few exception, remained loyal and true to him. The negative attention is one way a good sign. We can also tell we are making progress by the attention we get from the adversary. And that was Spencer W. Kimball. The forces of hell rage against the recognized foe, but to no avail. And then um, the last thing I wanted to say is... The Savior told the prophet to be of good cheer, that he understood exactly what Joseph was going through. He had suffered even more. No mortal could have spoken such words of solace and comfort to the prophet other than the Savior. The question is one of humbling solace. No one can ever stand before the Savior and suggest that too much was asked of them. And I love that. Um, I also love when it says his name, his days will not be numbered less. It is foreshadowing of what is to come. But I've also thought of the peace that we had when my dad died from COVID. Um, we absolutely had the assurance from the spirit that he had fulfilled what he was given to do. And so it wasn't that someone gave him COVID. We didn't feel robbed or cheated and even as COVID has continued, we've thought often of Elder Uchtdorf's words where he said, this did not catch, COVID did not catch the Lord by surprise, which is such comfort. It, it is such, and especially as we continue to go on and it's such a divisive thing, um, we get to choose whether we let it be a divisive thing, whether we get to have the Holy Spirit speak peace to us and we speak peace to others and say, you get this experience, whatever it looks like to you, and I will be here, and I will love you, and I will support you, whatever you feel your narrative is. That's same for everyone. So whether I choose to get the vaccine, choose to wear the mask, choose to whatever I choose, there are consequences to my choices, but I don't do that for whatever anyone else says. And Truly, I love that this is fear not what man can do. God is in charge. And we have such a testimony that my dad's days were not numbered less. And Elder Irene once said at a funeral of a bishop who um, suffered a massive heart attack. The first day of school, his youngest was just entering kindergarten. He said, we are done with mourning um, and asking the wise no worthy priesthood, male or female, is taken before their time. And he said, I will repeat that again. And he said it again. So I just want to end bearing my testimony. How grateful I am for the prophet Joseph Smith. And how much I love these scriptures and these words from the Lord. How beautiful they are. But how grateful I am that Joseph Smith was willing to endure all he endured for our good. How grateful I am we know what we know because of the prophet Joseph Smith. How grateful I am that he had an eternal perspective and could see it as but a small moment when it seemed really, really long. How grateful I am that God acknowledges all that he was asked to do, but God promises blessings untold in the next life. And so praying that we have an eternal perspective and a focus on the next life is the key. 
and how grateful I am for these scriptures and the beauty of it and knowing how much the Savior loves Joseph Smith and how much I love Joseph Smith and look forward to thanking him. I hope you know the church is true. And more than that, I hope you know how much our Savior loves you.